Attention all boudoir photographers. Are you ready for an exclusive backstage pass to the world of boudoir? Introducing my exclusive Patreon membership for boudoir photographers like you. Join my inner circle and gain access to a treasure trove of boudoir photography expertise, tips, and inspiration. Immerse yourself in a supportive community where creativity thrives and confidence is celebrated. There are three membership tiers inside of Inner Circle. The Onyx membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants exclusive extra podcast episodes. The Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants a little bit more with my done-for-you profitable pricing guide for boudoir photographers, camera basics course, behind the scenes of photo shoots, and live Q&A. The Rose Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants it all. I get it, me too. <laughs> it includes everything from the previous memberships that I mentioned prior, plus courses on Facebook marketing and five boudoir poses that generate 1K sales, plus live Q&A. Elevate your skills and in -depth with in-depth tutorials that will take your boudoir photography to new heights. Click the link in the show notes to become a part of our Patreon family today. It was like, all right, this is wow. what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. Oh. Hey, hey, I can't wait to drop this exciting news into your AirPods. Boudoir Business Education is now offering a membership. That's right. Depending on where you are in your boudoir photography business, there's something for everyone. It includes weekly content of behind the scenes videos of my photo shoots, quarterly live Q&As, additional shows, a camera basics course, what? And an archive of previous live videos from the Facebook group, only for $10 a month. Are you ready to join? Visit patreon.com forward slash boudoir business ed. That's patreon.com forward slash boudoir business ed to sign up. And of course, we'll put the link in the show notes. Welcome to Boudoir Business Education, a show for current and aspiring boudoir photographers, where we talk about where to start and how to sustain your boudoir portrait business. Hosted by me, Bethany Quinn. Hello, photographers, and welcome to the show. Today, I have something special for you. I was recently interviewed for the podcast Sit Crooked Talk Straight with Katie Myers and Leanne Jamison about the power of boudoir. Katie is one of my participants in my Fearless campaign, which is something I'll be teaching in an upcoming course. Spoiler alert. As always, everything we discuss in this episode is in the show notes, so pop open that hibiscus LaCroix, sit back, and enjoy this recording of Sit Crooked Talk Straight. Hey friends! Oh my gosh, welcome back to another super exciting episode of Sit Crooked Talk Straight. My name is Katie Myers. I am with the fantastic, wonderful, amazing, I can't think of enough adjectives to describe her, Leanne Jameson. We are ecstatic because so ecstatic. <laughs> so ecstatic we are um beyond thrilled because we have our first interview i feel yeah, like i <laughs> and she's a powerhouse i feel like this is one of those like we need to celebrate later in some way like like we, another we have arrived moment right in like 
we're doing this. And now like our first interview, like we're so legit. I love it. <laughs> well, and it's, what's really cool is that we're legit and we're like, we're living our dream of like inspiring women and whatever, you know, and like having fun. Oh my gosh. We're doing it and talking the way it's just all amazing. And then to meet, you know, I know Katie has, you know, is more, um, connected to Bethany than I am. So one day I'm getting to you, Bethany though. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm just like, so excited to be able to meet, you know, so many women around the world. And I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be here meeting Mm. Bethany, this powerhouse woman who empowers other women and inspires other women and inspires, you know, so many out there to just, embrace themselves. Uh, so yes, I am. I feel so excited. Mm. I think I'm just going to stop now. Cause I feel like I have diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> like, like yeah. giddy. She's giddy. Yeah. You can't see her, but she's giddy. We're, we're talking about body image. We're talking about, obviously we live in a society in a world that is not super loving, to the the female form. We either like objectify it or we hate it or we judge it or we're trying to make it or just trying to change, trying to change it. it. Yeah. yeah. So like this um this today's interview is with Miss Bethany Quinn of Indianapolis, Indiana. She is um I'm going to go through a couple things from her website. Her website is bbquinnphotography.com and all of this will be in the show notes and we'll give you so much more information cuz there's a lot. And we're just super excited to welcome you Bethany to our show. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Bethany's giddy too. You can't see her either, but she's giddy too. Um, we're just a bunch of giddy gals that are going to talk about this journey because boudoir, am I saying that right? I always feel like I say it a little wrong. I feel like in the States, it's boudoir. If you're French, it's boudoir. It's ah. like tomato, tomato. Boudoir. A lot of people still in the States say boudoir, but I'm like, it's called boudoir. It's whatever boudoir. you want it to be, honestly. <laughs> it's it's sexy time, um, is what it is. It's um it's fun. And so we're I'm I am gonna also stop talking because I feel myself giddy with um lots of words. But we we wanted to bring you onto the show, Bethany, because I had a photo shoot with you back in December and I was struck in so many different ways. And and I have different parts of my story that led me to you. And we grew up in the same hometown. It's so like funny, like how worlds part and then collide again. And, um, but I want to hear, we want to hear, how did you get into this? Because you come from a small town in Indiana. How did you get into (laughs) this? And yeah, tell us what's your story. Okay, so we might need more than a, longer than an hour. Um, <laughs> so, as you know, I come from a small, you know, Katie and I went to the same high school together uh, in Frankton, Indiana. <laughs> and I was always the kid that was like skipping math class. I would get my homework done early and be like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then I would go down to Miss Clark's class. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Clark. Hey, Shout out. Hey, girl. I think it's Miss Crosby now. But, um, so I would always be in the art room or you would find me it eventually turn, uh, developed into the dark room. Mm. Um, 
in the student publications class. So that's a perfect place to hide because you got the cool little door. I would bring my film that I would take. <laughs> um, I'd take out my regular camera, develop it at um, like Kmart at the time. And then I would use the enlarger to print my own work. And then, um, you know, of course I would get to like yearbook stuff and student newspaper stuff later, but (laughs) that was like where my, that's where my passion lied. And then, you know, being from a small town, I was always brought up with the belief that, oh, you can never be a photographer here. Like I wanted to photograph fashion and, uh, fine art. I wanted to see what was out there. Of course, this was like the beginning of like the digital era. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot film forever. This will be, this will be great. <laughs> and it's like, so, you know, I listened to those around me that were very great influences in my life, but they were seeing like where I was and how I could transition to get, they could see more of the picture than I could mm. at the time. They being my stepmom, especially um, go do something creative for now that you can handle here and then transition into what you really want to do. So I was like, okay. So (laughs) I joined um, uh, the Salon Professional Academy, got my, um, what do you call it? Like your, uh, your license, your hair license. uh, Is it cosmetology? Cosmetology license. That's so funny. We were wondering, I'm like, is Is that something that, yeah, got you into. (laughs) Yes. stylist. <laughs> yes. I played that game for, a, for about two years. Cause I, um, I, I came out of beauty school, moved to Indianapolis and then I'm trying to piece all these together. I apprenticed for a high-end salon in Fishers mm. and it was like, and I mean, they, I look, I, I owe them to the fact that's like, that they taught me so much about customer mm. service and how mm. you treat higher end clientele because it was like, okay, I, I was the person shampooing their hair. I was listening to what they were, had been going through that day. You know, you go in, you get the head massage, you come back to the shampoo bowl and then it all comes out. Right. Mm. Yes. And so, um, and I got closer to some of these um, like the, my, the what people who I, the stylist who I was, apprenticing for I would get closer to their clientele and their regulars Mm -hmm. and so it was like man this is like a really cool thing Mm -hmm. like the way that I've connected with their clients was something that I've never experienced before Mm -hmm. and so then I would I moved on to the floor and cutting hair and then as soon as I started like you know hustling a little bit for that it was like I started building my book and I'm like man, I did not want to hustle for this. Mm. This is like not fun. And, you know, kudos to people that are in the field doing it. That's your passion. Awesome. It was like a substitute for me and like me not digging deep enough and being like real with myself about like, no girl, you want to do photography. Like, Mm. let's just, (laughs) let's just be real. (laughs) It took my, um, my then boyfriend, my now husband to be like, you're working like these insane work hours at mm-hmm. the salon. And then they wanted you to come in on Wednesdays for education unpaid. So it was like, I am totally burnt out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you don't want to do this anymore. I can tell. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm passionate about hair. No, I love it. He goes, no, 
what do you really want to do? Like he just mm. like sat me down one day and he was like, Hey, he does a, he's in the production field. Uh, and he was like, why don't you do this? Figure out what you want to do. You can get out of the salon because you know, we can hire you for doing hair and makeup for our ads that we're doing. Cause they were working for, uh, they do a lot of commercial type stuff. So I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I want to be outside. Let me do this. Let me see if this is where it is. <laughs> like it's because this is ultimately where I wanted to be in the hair world mm-hmm. is out of the salon. Mm-hmm. And then so I did that for the next three years, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, yeah, I want to go back to photography because I learned how to use a digital camera. Um, I ran the gamut of going to school. I learned the most thing that I got out of school was just learning how to use a digital camera and Photoshop. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I played with this idea. Sorry, this is a long-winded answer. <laughs> You're awesome. You're great. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. So, uh, me, I so I found this other photographer. All on it was through Creative Live because I was just like starving for education at this point, and I I love education. I love learning new stuff about my industry and my craft and like meeting other photographers. And I came across my, this min, my new mentor, her name was Sue Bryce and she was it man. So she did, I, uh, I think I was Googling her when I was in class and she has been photographing women for 30 years at this point. And she brought the fashion world, like a fashion perspective to everyday women. Mm. And I was like, this is so cool. Her, her motto was like celebrity styled portraiture. Mm. She didn't do boudoir, but like some of her stuff, you'll have to look her up. It's gorgeous work. I still love her. I still follow her to this day. It's like, whatever you tell me to do, Sue, I'll do it. (laughs) But (laughs) she has such like a huge voice, um, in being like diversifying your portfolio and, um, be like empowering women it's and and also like other photographers and so it was like okay and like I let my friends know I was like oh my god I found the answer I found (laughs) this is what we're supposed to do after college and no one listened to me I was like okay I gotta try out I have a hair and makeup background like I was born for this we're gonna Mm. I'm gonna try this type of photo shoot because she was doing hair and makeup before every photo session it would be like a one-on-one time with her and another woman. And it would be like, she would be doing like a headshot and personal branding shoot or just like a mother and daughter shoot. And these are like on like a paint, hand-painted backdrop, like studio lights, like mm. it's heavenly looking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I was like, okay, I'm going to run out some studio time. I grabbed two of my girlfriends. And at the time we did like, I had like, cause I was shooting like families, um, personal headshot, personal branding weddings at the time I shot mm-hmm. a little bit of everything as far as the portrait robe goes. And I didn't like fashion cause I didn't like somebody telling me what to do. But I love the look of it. <laughs> <laughs> that creative spark of any entrepreneur too, right? Yeah. Where it's just like <laughs> I, I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> I feel you girl. <laughs> so, um, at the time, let's see, I think it was, I broadcasted it on my face, my uh, business Facebook page. Gosh, this is like eight years ago. And it was like, head on over to Periscope 
because we didn't have Facebook lives yet. We just had Periscope and it would be like a live video, head over to Periscope. Here's the link. We're going to do a live makeover and photo shoot. We want your questions. And so it was like, I think the shoot, like we started at 6 PM. I had rented the studio at school. I'm doing my friend's hair and her makeup. And then my other friend is filming and she's answering, answering questions. And then we just got mm. so wrapped into that, that it was like, we spent like two hours, like getting her ready. And then we hear like a little rap on the door of the studio. And it was the security guard at the school. And he was like, Hey, um, so no one's supposed to be in the building <laughs> after 9 PM. And it was like, Oh my God, we've been doing this. Okay. We got to shoot. I was like, give me like 10 minutes. And he was like, okay, you got 10 minutes. And then that was like it for me. Like we got, mm. I just photographed her in front of this like paper backdrop. She had on this, she was a photographer too. So she had like a really cool like wardrobe collection. I was like, bring this really cool outfit. It was like red on like a beigey brown backdrop mm. and her hair was like blowing. I think we, my other friend was like using like, <laughs> um, it, we call it like a bounce. It's like a big circular thing. And she's waving it. So her hair blows and I was like, bring your chin down. And I just like guided her the whole way. And I got a couple oh. of shots and they were, it was like, all right, this is wow. what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Oh. And then, um, you know, I tried this with couples with, um, you know, headshots, personal branding. I got out of weddings because it was like, I just want to photograph the bride and her friends. I don't really <laughs> want to, like I waited, people would, other photographers would hire me to be their second shooter. And the second shooter is like supposed to go hang out with the groomsmen. And it's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I do that, can I, I would like barter time. I was like, can I get, if I do that, can I get 10 minutes with the bride? Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Like, yes, that's, that's your inclination. That's like, oh, I think I'm on to just shoot women and empower them. <laughs> yes. So, um, I grew up hearing, you know, we all hear this from the women in our lives. Uh, like those that came before us, like our moms, our grandmas, our aunties, um, even your mom's friends, your best friend's moms, you know, that just like, say the worst things about themselves about mm -hmm. their bodies like you are your own worst critic oh gosh, and yeah. so picking up on that you hear that a lot in the hair world you hear that you hear that a lot just about anywhere I feel like like oh I'm not photogenic I love it when people say that to me I am not mm -hmm. photogenic what can you do with me it's like oh just come in I'll show you. <laughs> right I will show you <laughs> I can see the wheels turning in your head like the minute the challenge is posed and you're like I love it. Ah, ah, ah. yes yes <laughs> challenge accepted. Let's roll. <laughs> so it had been like, you know, I'm doing these kind of shoots. I'm still like receiving this information about like, okay, how does this work? Like women's bodies, how they feel about themselves. Okay. You know, I would really love to go back to shooting in black and white. Cause that's mm. what I did all through high school. And I came to, it was like during the pandemic that was like, you know, I was also told prior to lockdown, I was in like a, a networking group and, you know, you're, you're supposed to meet with them like every, like meet with somebody in your group, uh, once a week, you mm -hmm. know, for like an hour. Yeah. And so I kept like posing these ideas, like, I really want to do boudoir. Like I think, but not in like the sense of it being like 
super sexualized, like seeing women having their own version of sexy and not Mm -hmm. supposed to, you're not supposed to have this, like, like you're like, we're not all supermodels, you know, like what makes us sexy isn't our exterior appearance. It's what's inside. Mm -hmm. You can get away with anything when it comes to your confidence level. Mm. And if people real, if women in particularly realize that power, yeah. like we take over the world, and, oh, you know, damn straight. Like, we're, we're getting always, there. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, that's still formulating. I go to this meeting. I, I will never forget this. I go to this meeting. Of course, it's not like with my ideal client and I tell him my idea. I go, I just want to niche down black and white boudoir. Um, empowering women with hair and makeup and he goes oh there's not a market for that and I was like oh and I like there was something inside me that was like oh oh my Mm. gosh I can't like but it was like I didn't realize at the time that like oh you don't need to listen to him (laughs) he's not right right. he doesn't he doesn't get he doesn't get it (laughs) he does not get it at all he's not the authority Uh, not at all he's not even in the industry (laughs) So, um, so then I am like, I do like a test shoot for this to see if it's like, okay, let's, you know, first things first, let's build a portfolio for this. I did that, the image, I did it with the intention of like putting this shoot in a local fashion magazine and it didn't get selected, but I am so in love with these photos. Mm. It was like. I called the shoot like Michelle Mybell. It was black and white. I wanted them to look semi-French and I wanted them to be smoking cigarettes. But yes. where I was at the time, I couldn't be doing that. But, <laughs> um, but I loved the way it ended up looking. And then I used that when it didn't get accepted into that magazine. I used that as like a building, like a launching point for my portfolio. And then when lockdown happened, I was like, okay, I'm going for it. Yeah. And then um, I completely rebranded, redid my website. I changed my private group to boudoir only. And it was like, whoever likes it can stay. Uh, <laughs> whoever doesn't my... like it doesn't have to stay. Yeah. So, I um, yeah, I, uh, and then I found out there was a space in the Stutz that was available by the time. The Stutz is a building in Indianapolis. The Stutz is a, <laughs> is a really cool um, place in Indianapolis. Super industrial, like artist suites. And I was there for like two years and I've been photographing women in black and white boudoir style. Like that's my jam that I love it. It is so much fun. Um, I've been doing that for the past two years now. Mm. And then, um, yeah, I'm getting ready to move to a new studio space. Are so, you? Yes, I'm very, very excited. So that's pretty much my my story. And then Fearless came about, mm. um, which I'm sure we'll get into. Well, um, get it. Let's get into it here. Do it. Fearless. Okay. Yeah. So Fearless is a campaign I created. I'm photographing 40 women over the age of 30. Um, to tell tell their tales of courage so what it doesn't like there is a huge gamut of things that we can talk about as women that we normally don't talk about I have people share so what did it sorry I'm like (laughs) there's such a big thing that I'm like such a big beautiful vision (laughs) Mm. thank you 
So it is going to be, once they photograph 40 women, there will be a gala and gallery, uh, gallery style gala exhibition um, where I display their images. One of their images, there's also, um, I interview, I've interviewed Katie. I photographed Katie. She'll be in it too. Um, where I am going, I would, would like to have something like a projector that shows every single interview that I have done with these mm-hmm. women, sharing their stories about like what made them fearless. What's something that they didn't think that they could overcome in their lives that they have overcome. And now they're sharing the story with other women who don't even realize that like, oh yeah, this, this is, mm. that the same thing has happened to me too. Yeah, right. And just kind of normalizing these stories. Like I hear this stuff all the time. And so this is something that ha- I wanted to provide a platform that to where I can share their stories mm-hmm. with everyone. Yeah. So then it can like, someone else can be like, oh yeah, I can do that. Mm. Which is like so synchronistic and like why Leanne and I do this podcast mm-hmm. is that we know, I mean, we're, I feel like you are, um, um, an unlicensed therapist, <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? Like the, those in the, so. in the industry, like hair and like you hear so much, right? Like, I, cause I know I tell my hairstylist, like I tell my girl, like I have a therapy session when I go get my hair done. Um, and so, but like you hear all these things in it and it does, it becomes kind of like, gosh, why are we like, let, let's normalize some of this. Let's stop listening to all the the, the, I, I think about, I picture a, a middle-aged white man who you were in that networking call with where you're like, I want to do this thing. And he was like, oh, that doesn't exist. And right. it's like, who are you? I think to- like the naysayers, right? right? Going against the naysayers. of like, oh, well, I'll show you. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And so it's like normalizing these, these really real topics like bodies, like body image, like confidence and bringing it to the masses because- that we we often feel like we're just living in these little worlds and like don't talk about it and pre- mm-hmm. pretend like everything's okay and don't don't acknowledge like if you just pretend like it's not there like it doesn't exist yes. and it but it's there it's so there and so i love that like your vision platform um message is so in sync with also like what sit crooked talk straight wants to do, which is just bring like real stuff to the surface. Like let's right. bring it to the surface because we're all dealing with it. Stop pretending, yeah. stop pretending that you're not dealing yes. with it. We're all dealing with it. Let's go ahead and take a commercial break and then we will come back and we will shift gears more after the break. How do I niche down to a profitable boudoir business? How do I make money from my boudoir photography business? How do I get more boudoir bookings? Am I really ready to leave my nine to five? Can I really turn my passion into profits? Whether you're wanting to turn your photography hobby into a business, a side gig, or growing boudoir photography empire, this membership is for you. Boudoir business education helps women in the photography industry build a heart-centered, profitable boudoir brand. To learn more, sign up for $10 a month visit patreon.com forward slash boudoir business ed that's patreon.com forward slash boudoir business ed now back to the show so let's jump back into 
your process, what women go through when they come in, what if if I because I've done it before and I could describe my experience, but from your perspective, women come in all the time and bear their all sometimes, right? It's very vulnerable. It's very intimate and it's incredibly empowering. Walk us through that. Okay. So I'll just go through it as how I see it in my head. This is like my every Thursday and Friday, Thursday and Friday morning. Okay. So I meet her at the door. I bring her in. We're kind of chit-chatting. My hair and makeup artists are uh, waiting, um, at, in the studio. And, uh, we walk in, like, I get to know her a little bit, uh, a little bit more. Cause at this point we've maybe talked over the phone or we've had some kind of email correspondence with uh, communication with each other. So I know that she's a human, right? <laughs> I'm at, like, some, like, uh, she knows you're a human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So um, we come into the studio, I'll introduce her to the hair and makeup artists and I'll be like, okay, so um, there, like a lot of people are guarded, which I understand, like you're the new kid coming into this like world of like, oh, these people work together a lot and I am like the outcast. So it's like, yeah, let me see what you brought. Just like start pulling out your stuff and laying it on the couch. I'm going to see everything. And then um they'll start they'll open up their bag and they'll like gently put their garments on the um on the couch and then I'll be like okay is there anything that you're like hell yes I have to wear this and then they'll be like oh this 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 and this okay great so I'm going <laughs> to hand you over to uh at the time I think it was ha- Ashley and Hannah they're going to take care of you talk to you about what you want to do as far as your hair goes and your makeup And then it just turns into like a salon atmosphere. And then I say, well, I'm going to go through your outfits. If there's anything you want me to change, I'm more than happy to do that. And I'm going to place them with different sets that I have around the studio. So then um, they're they're like, okay, yeah. And then they sit down (laughs) in the chair and they're just like, Uh like everything. It's so true. Everything melts. All the fear, all the, like it it just starts to melt. (sighs) And then they, I am planning their outfits and they're like right there, like, you know, doing, getting their hair and makeup done. And, um, my, the girl that the girls that I use are really awesome. They're just like, so tell me about this. You're doing a shoot. Cool. And both of them had already had photo shoots with me. Mm-hmm. So then they can share with that, with them like, oh yeah, I was really nervous. And then they're like the people that come, my clients are like, oh yeah, that can, they've been through this too. And they're on the other end and they survived and they love their photos. And <laughs> uh, I think it's still that thought process of like, Oh, it may, like, theirs were good, but I don't know if I can, you know, until right. it's time for the shoot. And meanwhile, I'm still putting dresses together and like hanging it up in my little like dressing area. And then after I'm done, I just sit and hang out and I talk to her and it's just like what I was doing when I was apprenticing shampooing hair and just, you know, get to know her a little bit more. Oh, why did, why did you want to do a boudoir shoot? Why do you want to do this? Are you getting married? Oh, let's talk about your wedding. Uh, let's talk about this, your vacations that are coming up. And that kind of like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Like kind of brings down the walls a little bit more. And then once they're done, um, it's like you turn off, you spin the, 
the chair and then, you know, they're magically ready. Um, They're like, the girls will be like, oh, okay. So here's your make. Like they do this big reveal. It's really cute. Um, and they're, they're like, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> was even like, oh my God, my hair. Oh mm-hmm. my God. <laughs> I was, I was in awe. In awe. <laughs> it was so great. I, that's like one of my favorite parts is like that transformational period. Mm. And it's not like we're trying to make them something that they're not. It's like them as they, cause like we don't do like heavy, heavy makeup. It's more of like a natural look that we ha- I have them do. So it's not like, like we're doing like a bunch of like airbrush. Like we're not trying to make you into something that you're not. We want you to feel like you, you would on a day where you've had like plenty of rest and plenty to drink the night before, like plenty of water the night before and just like feel rested and relaxed. Mm -hmm. Um, so then like you're helping them come into their own, right? Like to see what you see. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Love Love it. So then the girls leave. And we're like, oh, bye. We, they sometimes give them hugs and everything because they're a part of the process too. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, so let me just show you what I have in mind for our shoot. And I say again, like, oh, if there's anything that you'd like to change, like we can pull more things out the bag, out of your bag or whatever. And then I'll be like, this look is going to go here. We, I kind of like show the, the mapping of the shoot, so to speak. During the shoot, I am like, oh, I love like starting out in like a lay down pose because it's like, you don't know what you're going to be expecting. So it's like, and I don't, and like, I don't want anyone to think that they have to know how to pose because we are like, who, <laughs> like, aside from getting out of the shower, like, maybe people do that um, <laughs> on the reg. But uh, yeah, I just give them like the pre-shoot talk of like, okay, so if you're in, if you're uncomfortable in any position that I instruct you to be in, let me know and we can move on. And the 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 motto of the day is feels weird, looks good. <laughs> so true. So true. And I'll even be like, okay, so you may want to do some yoga after your shoot because you might be a little sore because it's, I mean you're arching your back. You're, you know, uh, probably holding your arm up in poses that you normally, your body's not normally used to doing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I always say, like, I'll instruct you from the top of your head to your toes. Never do I ever touch my subjects because there's nothing that I can, um, I can't instruct them to do. And I'll, I get them to the poses myself. Yeah. And then if they, once they're in the initial pose, then I'll be like, okay, arch your back. I need you to point your toes, relax your hands back, take a deep breath in. <sighs> because <laughs> when you're getting photographed, what do we do? We get in our pose. Uh-huh. Hold, hold our breath. breath. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you're like, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, are they taking the picture yet? Okay. Did you get it? All right. Because mm. it's like, that like you that translates that you're just like waiting yeah. and even if you're not breathing mm-hmm. so it's like okay take a deep breath in and I don't want anyone to pass out on my watch either because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'll be like okay in your pose and hold on a second oh okay just keep breathing <laughs> <laughs> so we do about an hour to an hour and a half of shooting and then I think what I've been doing because they see their photos the same day as their shoot so um I they can either get a coffee for about an hour or go get something to eat and then I upload and prepare their images 
for their ordering appointment. And then um, I, things are a little bit different now because I am transitioning into a new space and I can't bring my TV with me. So I usually, what I used to do is like plug in my laptop to a big screen TV Mm. and then um, I'd put together like a little slideshow to music and then, uh, okay, now we can look at your images. And then we select images and then it's like, okay, are these the ones, these are the final ones. Here are the options that you can do with those. Yeah. Do you see the progression of them getting, becoming more and more just like relaxed with you and have fun and like sort of coming into their own. Right. And I know that you described that happening when they're getting their hair done and stuff, but even during the shoot. Definitely. Um, it's really funny because you know, they come in, Katie wasn't like this. She's like, yeah, I'll do whatever. Okay. (laughs) Very um, trusting. (laughs) I've had women be like, I don't want any nudes. I don't want to do any nudes. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You don't have to do that. And then by the end of it, they'll be like, what else are we going to do? I can be naked. It's fine. Like, uh, okay. You want to do a nude? Like a, like a a implied nude? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, great. Let's do it. Mm. <laughs> so you can oh, really, like, you, you, you slowly develop into like from a service provider to a best friend mm. in the process because it's like okay they trust me at this point usually once they you can break down that wall you can get really good really good reactions out of people mm. and I, that's one of my favorite parts is like connecting with the women connecting with my subjects mm. you know mm-hmm. So, yeah, you do, you do such a good job of, Mm -hmm. I may have said this either before we started recording or I've already said it and that's okay. It's worth repeating. There were moments really throughout the entire shoot when I was with you, where I forgot about my body Mm -hmm. and for, for women, and I'll speak for myself, but I know I'm speaking for the masses for women. Like I just, I'm always aware of my body always. I'm always aware of what I'm wearing. Does that look flat? Does that, do I need to sit up? Do I need to, like, just our self-consciousness is, takes up so much space in our heads. And so to get this, like, reprieve where, I mean, sure, I was aware of my body because you were telling me, like, you know, lift your elbow, lift your shoulder, lift your, you know, relax, whatever. But I, but it was different. Mm-hmm. It was different. It was this freedom of of my body, and like you created that safety and that like I just it, your Facebook group is called Empowering Women Through Boudoir, and like the empowerment, right? Like the empowerment that I felt during those, you know, thirty, forty five, sixty, seventy, whatever, however long like it, it lasted because it was. It felt there was a little bit of a high of like, like, yes. And like, but then, then we got to the image reveal. Then we got to like the first image. And I swear, and that you probably see this, um, like the emotion of like, oh my God, that's me. Oh my God. You captured that. Oh my God. Right. Like what do you, so so walk us through some of that because I, that was a really emotional moment. I know. Right. (laughs) It was, it was a really emotional moment for me. (laughs) And, and I imagine I'm not alone in that. No, um, you're not alone at all. Uh, So when they're looking at their images, 
it's the slideshow too that gets you because it's like it's set to music and even the girls that come in that are doing shoots for their husbands they get emotional too because they're like I didn't even expect I would feel this way but it's honestly I I can relate to this because I had my own boudoir session because I'm like I can't be like preaching to the crowds to like you should do this. You should do this. If I haven't had my own, yeah. but her process was a little bit different. Um, she's an amazing photographer. Um, she, so hers was a little bit different in regards to, uh, you call it like in the industry, it's called shoot and burn. So she did the, the shoot and then I left and then I didn't see the images until I was like mm-hmm. maybe a week later mm-hmm. at home, but I still had that emotional it's very very personal because it's funny because it's like sometimes I'll deliver an album or I'll send an album off to someone and I won't hear back from them and I'm like oh is everything okay (laughs) yeah it's so personal to them and they and a lot of I'll check in like is everything okay how are you doing you know (laughs) and they're like oh no I just my I love this it's just something that you can't explain but now Mm -hmm. it's like an actual thing like your album is an actual thing in front of you Mm -hmm. and it's like a relic of this version of you in this time Mm -hmm. in space and how you remember like what you remember feeling at that time too Mm -hmm. um so during the reveal women will cry when they see the their images and they'll be like oh my god is that really me like you were saying katie and like yes even I'll show them a little bit of a sneak peek behind my camera during the shoot just to be like oh no this is like we're getting good stuff I promise like you're (laughs) you're good um that's just like that's where like the whole process is it builds on each other and it's kind of like flipping the script of like oh yeah I am this strong powerful beautiful woman Mm. regardless of what I think on a certain day of the week. I remember when I got my photos back, I saw this one picture of me because I was, I mean, honestly, like we all go through body image issues. Mm-hmm. I have never been, I've never weighed as much as I do now when I photo- got photographed for my boudoir session. And normally that's like, oh my God, I need to lose 10 pounds. That's like the yeah. biggest thing that I get all the time is like, I need to lose weight first. But it was like, okay, yeah, I look good. Mm-hmm. And there's that woman that has been rooting for me the entire time. Mm-hmm. And that was like, oh, no. like, I thought that and was like, oh my God. So now I can understand why, like I, I understood then, but I understood it from a different perspective as to why people get emotional when they see their photographs, mm-hmm. because it's like, this is a version of you that you don't normally see. And like, let me show that to you. Mm. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> I just like and then when you feel good, it trickles down into your life too. Like, you know, it your preach. kids feel it, your dog, your husband, your, or your partner. Yes, preach. Yeah. Yes. The ripple Friends. effect of how we feel about ourselves is just tremendous. And yeah, what, what are you going to say, Katie? Well, I, I want to, like, there's so many nuggets of things that you've said that I want to be like, okay, wait, let's talk about that. Let's unpack that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so much. Um, so <laughs> much. And the word, so let me, let me just for a moment for our listeners, um, we will not get to 1000% of everything that we want to talk about um, with Bethany today. The cool thing is that 
we will link everything about her in the show notes. And so you'll be able to find her, her website, her Facebook group. Um, I'm a part of her Facebook group. I encourage um, anybody who's listening, who's like, maybe, maybe I'll join that Facebook group. Totally join the Facebook group because there's so much more than just, it's so much more than just photography. It's, it's what Bethany was just saying it's the the ripple effect and the trickle down of when when we feel our best, when we are living our best, when we have those moments of clarity about who we are and what we represent more so than just the shell, right? Because you mentioned this earlier, it's not just the exterior, but it's the confidence. It's what's on the inside that shines through. And when that translates, everyone in your orbit benefits. Yes. And so I, so I wanted to to I don't know if this is shifting gears, but I wanted to touch on again because I mentioned like sexy time. Um and <laughs> and there's there's an element where like you were really focused on it's not so much about that, but there is a sexuality and there is a sensuality that comes out. And you said the like weird awkward feeling good good picture or awkward, weird look, weird feeling, <laughs> good, good look. Good. Feels yeah. Weird looks good. Feels weird. Yeah. Looks good. But there was also like, there were definitely moments of that, but there are also moments where like in a pose, I was like, I am a sex goddess, right? Like, because I just, it, <laughs> yeah. I, it was part of the whole experience. But so well, talk to us about that because there's a separation, but there's also a connection there. Oh my gosh. So good. Yes. <laughs> We are so meant to be like this sensual and we're so disconnected. Many of us are so disconnected from our sensuality and our sexuality, especially as women, we're not supposed to be like these sex goddesses and, you know, uh, I love that. (laughs) I love that you brought that up too, Leanne, because our version, all of our, I mean, we're all so different. There's so many different ways of how people can be quote unquote sexy. You can be sexy without doing anything sexual, you know? Um, hmm, That's a really good question, Katie. (laughs) I think it just depends on the individual because a lot of people come in and they're like, yes, I just want to get, you know, like you're saying, let's just get crazy. Let's get, you know, I don't. Wide open. (laughs) I'm like a hundred percent like, yeah, girl, let's, let me show you like how sexy you can be. But then let me show you also like those other moments where mm. you, you don't have to be sexy. You can just be yourself. You can be your own version of sexy. Mm. Cause if you think about it, it's like, like you were saying, Leanne, like we are, so, women are supposed to air quotes, air for quotes. Yep. women are supposed to be like the proverbial, like seen and not heard. Yes. And so it's like, initially women's bodies are not supposed, are not sexual. Mm. They're not supposed to be sexualized. So like when people want to share that, I embrace it. Um, I mean, I don't like do like full, like crazy, like Mm, (laughs) like, smutty type stuff, but like, (laughs) which there's another photographer that will love to photograph that. But I mean, you know, I am not ever going to judge someone for being like, no, I want like this like smutty image of myself, but that's how, that's their version of how they see themselves. Mm. But the women that I encounter see themselves as like, they're really shy girl next door. Uh, They still want to feel that like they want to feel sexy and they want to look sexy too, 
it's just a different gamut with everyone, mm-hmm. right. um, just depending upon what it is that they want. You know, I allow space for them no matter what. I'm not trying to fit them inside of this boudoir bubble of mm-hmm. like, you have to bring a corset, heels and pearls, you know, um, right. this, I mean, everyone, you, I've had people like bring in, like, <laughs> this is so great. I'm like, bring in what you think is sexy. And then um, I had someone bring in their kitty pajamas. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. It was so yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And we photographed her and like her kitty. It wasn't a onesie. It was like a nightgown. That's but I've awesome. had a couple of people since then bring those, those in because they're like, this is how I feel. This is who I am when I'm at home. This yeah. is this is what makes me feel powerful it is when I'm comfortable. Mm. So it was like, oh. Yeah. That's really awesome. But yeah. then there's other people that do bring in like the corsets and they want like really dark, heavy eyeshadow. And that's awesome too. Yeah. So it's really just like, I I like to see as embracing a, like both of those sides mm-hmm. and Absolutely. like we're all multifaceted, you know? So I like to show that to yeah. people. It's, it all depends on like, what they what their version of that looks like and then I like to reflect that back to them right well and I think it's just like what you were saying is like that that internal right Katie when you were saying like oh yes I'm a sex goddess it's just like embracing your power embracing like all the parts of you um and letting it shine through Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about is like to feel empowered enough to step into that into our personal power. And this is part of it, right? Cause you're like, yes. you said, you know, Bethany, it's, we're multifaceted. We are, there's so many dimensions to who we are and we want to share that. And this is just one of them. And it's such a powerful mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so good. So good. <laughs> oh. Bethany, um, is there anything that you would like to add or say to any listeners who might be thinking about, and I, I don't let me forget, I wanted to read a couple of the reviews from your website because I think it, it encapsulates um, what we're talking about. But is there anything while I pull that up that you would like to share with somebody who's listening, who's like, oh gosh, I, I could never, or um, yeah, what's a message that mm-hmm. you want to get out to the masses there? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do it, do it and do it. Because the thing is, is like, you can say, Oh, I want to do this. I've been wanting to do this. I want to do this for so long. And then it's like, Mm. you're going to wish you did it sooner. Honestly. I mean, that might be a little bit biased coming from me, but I've seen this over and over and over again, where it's this, this transition between every woman, every woman that I encounter And it's not as scary as you think it is. Mm. And even if you don't photograph with me, photograph with someone that you are comfortable with Mm. and and the style that they, that you love. Um, One quick note, don't show up with like a Pinterest board expecting (laughs) them to execute a particular style that is not their own. Mm. Good point. Because then that's just like managing expectations. Mm. Um, But anyway, uh, I digress. Um, (laughs) No, well, that's, I'm glad that you said that because that's different from what I am used to because I go to like branding shoots and stuff. So it's like, oh, develop this Pinterest board. I love my, I I love my photographer, but because she'll take that and she'll be like, this is what I'm seeing that is like, like, um, what do I say? Like keeps showing up. Like you like smiling and you're like light and you're this and that. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that 
because me, I'd be like, okay, let me, let me send you my Pinterest board. And this is, <laughs> well, there's different ways that you can go about it. Cause I have people bring, I have them put together a board or like a mood board of images Ooh. before they come in. But I'm like, I just want you to like, we'll use these as inspiration. We're yeah. not going to execute this exact beautiful. photograph. Right. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Well, because then it's not them, right? Yes. And that's everything that you're trying to do is bring them out. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, Absolutely. I love that. So a couple of comments from your fans, um, because I know, I actually know one of the women whose comment I'm about to read, but you do, you have, um, there's a, I don't know if you know this, you have this following like women who, um, trust you and who are encouraged and inspired by you. And whether you, whether you realize that in the moment when you're like doing some of your live videos or when you're posting your stuff or when you're like, whatever it is that you're doing, cause you, you show up and you provide that content so that women have access to it, but it provides this connection that you probably don't even realize exists between us and you. And so mega shout out to just keep doing all that you're doing because yeah, yeah, it's, it's, and I say this because like I, I too put content out and like, I don't know, like 99% of the time, like, does it land? I don't know. Like some people I'll get comments on stuff or I'll get interactions, engagements, but, but then like, we don't always hear that feedback like specifically. And so I want you to hear that specifically, um, how you have impacted me, but how I know that you are impacting so many women. Thank you for saying You're that. Welcome. Cause it does seem like, hello, is the mic on? Can uh-huh. you hear me? Hello. hello. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, uh-huh. so, um, uh, one, one comment, I felt comfortable in my skin and her interactions with me while she was shooting me made me feel confident, respected, and most importantly, beautiful. Mm. And I think that's, Comfort. Although the words that come out to me are comfort, confidence, respect, beauty, mm-hmm. and is that not like at the end of the day what like the majority of us would love to just be able to sit back and be like, yeah, that's that describes me. That describes my day. That describes my interactions. And we we don't always have that because we're really in our heads and we're being really critical and judging and and yada yada yada. The the next one I wanted to read was I feel proud that I allowed and this is this is probably for the woman who's like I could never or you know <laughs> maybe in like thirty pounds if I'll do whatever um, but the the comment is I feel proud that I allowed myself the vulnerability to do it and I tried to find something I loved about my body in every photo it mm-hmm. definitely made me feel beautiful inside and out it was a wonderful experience. And I will just ditto that because I, you know, I have my book next to me and I remember um, very vividly from the shoot and looking at the images right afterwards and the feeling, I mean, I was high as a kite of just like, I I could have, I literally could have done anything that day. Um, (laughs) You could have asked me to lift a car or to do a really hard math problem. And I would have been like, boom, done, crushed it. I just felt like I was Bethany, you made me feel, you you helped bring out in me those parts of myself that I don't allow myself to see or that the world tells me aren't okay to be seen. Um, like you said before, the the proverbial, like, be seen and not heard. I just want to encourage women, like, go, do it, uh, do it, 
be loud, be expressive, be expansive, uh, Leanne's terms of like expansion, right? Like go and the sky is the limit. And really like you are your limit. Right. The only thing mm. holding us back is a story that we tell ourselves. Damn, damn, that's the truth. <laughs> and, um, and, and this, this, and not to, to go into a totally different direction, but my boudoir photo shoot helped rewrite a story that I had as part of my past. And so like how full circle, right. Of like uh, rewriting the story, rewriting the script, rewriting the narrative of all the, the nonsense that's in our head about what we should air quotes, what we're supposed to air quotes, all those things, all the boxes that other people try to put us in mm-hmm. and, and yeah, um, there's another quote and, and maybe we'll end with this, um, a queen will always turn pain into power. And that's on Bethany's website, author unknown. Um, but wow, a queen will always turn pain into power. And to all the queens who are listening today, all the princesses, queens, um, all regardless of where you land there, just know that you are so much more than what potentially the world has told you. Mm. And you have so much more light to shine than what maybe you've been allowed to. And if you are interested in finding Bethany Quinn, uh, we will link all of her stuff in our show notes. I just thank you so much, Bethany, for giving us this gift this morning, today. Thank you. Thank you for having me and all of your kind words. And I'm getting like a little emotional over here. This is how you impact the world when you shine. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so honored. Yeah. So honored that you joined us. So honored that, you know, we had this opportunity to meet mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, I'm, I, I'm making my way to you. So. Yes. Come on down. <laughs> or up, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where it would be now, now that I'm in New York. <laughs> oh, that's right. You would, you'd be coming over. Be coming over. Over. Mm-hmm. Come on over. Come on over. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Bethany. Um, and thank you to all of our listeners. And our hope is always that you leave inspired and empowered and encouraged to live your life out loud. So until next time, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Honored to be with you and sending so much light and love to all of you. Boudoir Business Education is supported by our listeners. If you'd like to be a supporter, please contribute on the button in the show notes and we'll give you a shout out during our broadcast. Special thanks to Sarah Wilkie, podcast editor and multimedia artist, BB Quinn Photography, a black and white boudoir photography studio that helps the modern woman feel more confident in her own power. And of course, thank you for listening.